0: Podcast. Movie, movie, podcast, 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 are you getting this? Line well,
1: so we can start. Welcome to the movie, movie, podcast, everybody. Episode. Yeah, uh, so. No, uh, it's the July 2019 episode. See, now that I dated it, it gives the listeners um, more of a point in time, I guess, at an exact date, almost an almost exact date. I'm your host Tiggs, and with me, as always, are Russ. I'll never leave you. <laughs> Thank you, Russ. And Peter.
2: That's surprisingly the end of the list.
1: That's the end of the list. The first time ever. But you know what? We'll hear from our mystery fourth uh, contestant uh, later on in the show. Um, guys, it's pretty late at night, and I think that we should just get get going. Sure. Yeah, all right. Uh, so let's start off with a couple of movies that we have all seen. Can we get a rust down for Dark Phoenix?
3: Um, I, oh, yeah, I forgot we have to talk about movies. Um, <laughs> yeah, sure, man. Uh, Dark Phoenix, directed by Simon Kimberg. You know the guy who wrote uh, X-Men The Last Stand, so he got a second crack at the, telling the same story? Hooray! Uh, hooray! And he wrote it again. Jean Grey begins to develop her incredible powers that corrupt and turn her into a dark phoenix. Now the X-Men will have to decide if the life of a team member is worth more than all of humanity. Uh...
1: What'd you guys think?
2: So at one point during this film, uh, Cyclops yep. goes to Jean Grey. He's like, hey, uh, you should really hear what everyone's calling you. They're calling you Phoenix.
0: Woo. And...
2: Um, uh, that's the end of the movie. That's it. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. Like it's it's the dumbest thing in the. It's like this guy already wrote a movie about the Dark Phoenix saga. Yeah. So he's like, well, yep. like, what, what was his plan there? He's like, oh no, the audience won't understand that this cosmic being is a phoenix. So what I'm going to do is have them nickname him Phoenix, like this is some fucking like Marvel TV show, like.
1: Like a waking nod to it. it was. It was. I was. It, I hated this fucking movie. <laughs> wow. I I didn't hate it. I mean, I would say compared to no,
3: like it's the worst X Men movie ever made.
1: No, it is not worse than Apocalypse.
3: Here's here's why Apocalypse, and this is a bold statement. Okay. Here's why Apocalypse is better. Okay. Because that movie is at least like it's. Try, whatever it, it's doing it's trying to do something they're trying to make this end of the world big stakes X-Men movie epic type thing and they're trying to do that what the fuck is this movie trying to be other than massively boring
1: okay I would say that this movie is better because X-Men Apocalypse was two hours and 24 minutes and this is 153
3: Ooh, shit damn Tiggs, you might be right <laughs> Okay, I take back everything I said. This is the best X-Men movie since X-Men Apocalypse.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't think this is a good, a good movie in any respect. But um, It is
3: so boring. But I, like, I
1: thought it was better than some of the other output that's happened recently from X-Men.
3: Uh, what, okay, what, what is it better than?
1: X-Men Apocalypse.
3: Okay, that we, we will all, we can say that. Yes, that is true. What else?
1: Um, Days of Future Past?
3: I don't know about that. No? No. All Um, I don't think that movie's as good as people say it is, but it's objectively better than this.
1: I don't know. I'm not too... um, Hold on. I'm, I'm trying to actually get... Remember when they go
3: to the island of Genosha in this movie, and at no point do they ever say that it's the island of Genosha, nor do they say what it really is at all? You're just supposed to infer that it's an island for mutants that Magneto rules, but it also looks like it's the size of maybe maybe a square block?
1: Look, you you have a very
3: good point. Um, Remember when no mutants ever have names? What
2: is
1: X Men's origins? Wolverine.
2: Why does Magneto yes.
1: get a government-sanctioned island? No fucking clue. Because he's Magneto. That's why.
2: Oh yes, you know, who, who tried to kill uh, everyone several times?
3: <laughs> I'm like, just 20 years ago, or I guess 30 years ago by this point, because this timeline makes no sense.
2: Yeah, the just timeline is messed. Just
3: short man. years ago, he tried to kill everyone.
2: Yeah. Remember when he uh, uh, moved like that big stadium into like the middle
3: of the lawn and Did D- he- Nixon? <laughs> Richard Nixon? Richard like, Nixon?
1: I'm it's... not meant to say it makes sense. <laughs> I'm just saying it's not my least favorite of all the X-Men movies. It's so dumb. Oh yeah, but do we it's... expect anything else from these movies at this point?
3: Well, it's just insane that we're, we're... second try at at this. Story, yeah. Which honestly, people are like, maybe you just can't do Phoenix. You honestly don't get me started on like X Men are better as TV, which is true, and I think that. But you could easily make a Dark Phoenix movie, easily, easily.
2: It's insane that th- that we're 19 years, granted this is the end now into this movie franchise, and they are still seem afraid to be an X Men movie, right? Like well, they. That's true. They're, oh, let's take the not even broad strokes of these famous stories. Let's be too afraid to actually call anyone anything. yeah and, hey, you know you know like the Marvel property that has literally thousands of characters, let's also make up mutants. Like they have they're afraid of being it, which is nonsense. Like who do they learn that lesson from?
3: Well, I get I get that in the early going. Look at what has look at what's happened with, with movies. Even the DC movies, whether you like them or you hate them, they are they the characters are there. Yeah. You may not like how they're being interpreted or whatever or or whatever, but like these movies are always full of tattoo faced, vaguely ethnic, <laughs> who the fuck knows, what the fuck they're doing, whippy legged, like long haired fucking tongue-lashing, t- lip-lip-fucking... What the fuck is this shit? Everyone is like... It's like they take Omega Red and and, and fucking uh, the Morlock, the leader of the uh, Callisto, and they say, uh, yeah, but make them Hispanic and smash them together, and then boom, there's somebody. There's like zero care or respect given to the fact that there's tons of characters that exist that we would like to see they just tattoo up everybody's fucking face make them brown and give them whippy shit I'm well, over it
1: well then I will say I feel like that this movie in particular does get the brunt of the amount of hate of the entire X-Men franchise because of how poorly it has handled its its timelines its stories um, and so I get that but I still think that it's a bit of a better movie than some of the other ones
3: all uh, right. Well, let's I just agree. say this: the only thing you can say right now yes. is that it's better than some other movies that are bad.
2: Yes.
1: So
3: let's take that off the table. Okay. Is this a bad movie? Yes. Okay. I so totally now agree we're with that. this. Yes.
2: Okay. Great. Can we get a rust down for a much better film, Men in Black International? Oh, is no. <laughs> that really are you, good point as well? <laughs> uh, I don't know if you're. serious. Are
3: we sure so. this is a much better movie? I,
2: I'm not. No, I. I, I We're not there yet. But, I don't know, Dark Dark Phoenix, just like, it felt like it looked at the fact that the timeline was weird and said, ah, fuck it, let's ignore a lot of that stuff and contradict it. But, somehow they got so attached to that, they even ignored things that they themselves did in this movie by the end of the movie.
3: You
2: know, they smartened up. (laughs) They ignored their own shit. It's like, God, oh my.
3: All right, but remember right. that really cool Quicksilver? Uh, wait, they, that kind of didn't happen this time.
1: Yeah, yeah, that, that that was a bummer as well. Um, all right.
3: Oh, when Quicksilver
2: fell down, and they're like, "Well, I guess Quicksilver's not in the movie anymore."
3: Yeah, he has a broken leg and is out of the movie. Which good for Evan Peters. I'd be like, "Yeah, get me out of this turd. Yeah, they did, and they did the same exact
2: scene from Justice League.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah, they did.
2: Where Quicksilver's running real fast at a bad guy, and then the bad guy slowly turns around, and you're like, "Wait a second! No one moves that fast except me!"
1: And then catches him. And it's
3: yeah. And we all know how good that movie was.
1: (laughs) All right, let's move on to Men in Black International. Let's let's get that rust out for that one.
3: Yeah, let's get the shit out of the way. F. Gary Gray. I I guess it was a paycheck for you because you directed it. Um, Men in Black International. The Men in Black have always protected the Earth from the scum of the universe. In this new adventure, they tackled their biggest threat to date—a mole in the Men in Black organization.
1: Has Has F Gary Gray done anything since? What, what, he did straight out of Compton, right?
3: Yeah, he did straight out of Compton, and then got *Fate of the Furious*, and then got okay. this.
1: Okay, that's right. I forgot about *Fate of the Furious*. Oh, this is a bad movie. They, I... I don't
3: know what is like. I saw this and X-Men within, like, a day of each other. Same day. And, and thank God that these movies aren't doing well, because I, was, I think I was telling Pete before, these were the first movies where, like, I purposely went and sat in an area of the theater where once I got bored, I could just play with my phone. Oh, yeah. I did a crossword during the majority <laughs> of <laughs> Men in Black International.
2: Insane. with With the talent and charm and ability they were still able to make me uninterested in rape ball
3: oh yeah yeah they they love rape ball <laughs> I, I like him a lot uh, but the the wild thing is i think they just said oh they i think they cast this movie and before they had any kind of script or anything they're like all right they alone can make this good Forgetting that you have to write something that's good first. Because, yeah, everyone in this movie should have wild chemistry with with each other. Yes. And it's like a chemistry-free film. We just saw Thor and Valkyrie fucking crush Ragnarok. That's... Oh, man. And we get this movie... And i like, I thought I was like, oh, cool. If they're about to become like one of those like pairings that like always do stuff together, that would be cool. And now I'm like, I don't know. Maybe just do the Marvel stuff.
1: Yeah,
2: it's apparently there was a huge amount of uh, uh, like fighting behind the scenes between F. Gary Gray and it's like
3: one of the producers, right? Uh,
2: producers, and there was this huge issue, and it. Alienated uh, Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson, who the both of them apparently hired their own writers for their lines. And it no, was it, it was just it turned into this like huge clusterfuck behind the scenes.
3: Yeah, well, I don't know how they didn't know. Like, it, 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 well, it's clear that they, I don't even think this movie like had enough sense to do some reshoots to make any of this. Work. It's like you're you're looking at four different movies at one time, and none of them are good. It's just I don't. This is the problem with like with just fucking taking IP and regurgitating it. Like this, this is what will kill the box office. And it's weird to say that even though Marvel movies have their, they kind of have their their blame in kind of creating a boomer bust economy with films now. But I'd say more than that, this is responsible for why people won't go to the movies. Because why should anyone pay their hard-earned money to see this piece of actual shit? Just because we've heard of it before? Is that how dumb we are? Fuck that. Fuck y'all. This movie sucked. This was worse than X-Men, actually.
2: I think this was more disappointing than X-Men.
3: You know, well, because this when when it, when you're reboot when you're reboot sequeling, you can kind of do your own thing. You're not tied to a lot. Yeah, but the- for this movie to be worse than an X Men movie that has 19 years of a bullshit story that it is, that yeah. is in love with, how are you worse?
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Sorry, I had, to su- I had to switch my mic. Hey, no
3: problem. Can, can we just are there? We saw stuff we liked, right? Or just anything else? Let's get the fuck out of here! I can't talk about these movies anymore.
2: Uh, yeah, there is more movie that we're going to talk about that I didn't really enjoy.
1: Wait, I don't know which one that is. So let's just keep That's moving on. Story, story four. Okay. Oh, oh, oh! oh I, I think you're right. Okay. Um, but let us move on now to Child's Play.
3: That's oh. actually yes. where I was. <laughs> Child's Play Cause, sure Uh, Directed by Lars Klevberg A mother gives her 13 year old son A toy for his birthday Unaware of its more sinister nature
1: Um, That is, that's that's accurate
3: Yeah, Yeah. a mother who didn't need to be a mother Who could have just been an older sister But that's fine
1: yeah,
2: they they had to write the line in that she's like, Hey, I'm I fucked young.
1: Yeah, they they, they literally say that at one point.
3: Yeah. Because Aubrey Plaza is not believable having a thirteen year old fucking son. No. She's and- already not to say that you can't, but it just doesn't it doesn't work with the trajectory of the characters she's played for the last Five years.
2: Right. It also doesn't work in this movie. Outside of the fact that they look very... That she looks way too young to have that kid, nothing about her character screams, this is a young, irresponsible person. No. You know, it's just like... So, you casted her. Once again, not because she... Not, it's not the issue that she looked too young. She looked too young for the role you wrote. Yeah. Right. And then you try to fix that with one single line. How about make her more of, like, a fuck-up? Like, she's doing... You know, she's having a hard time, or she can't... You know, she's, she's you know, that young parent... That super young parent in movies like this who are trying to be too buddy, and the, the kid's just like, I need a parent, not a friend. Like... Right. Or something.
1: I, I thought... Okay, so so what about the actual child's playing Chucky of it, though? Because uh, I thought there were... There, there were some pretty good deaths. Um... Uh, like the, I, the lawnmower and stuff like that. I thought that was pretty good. Uh, the drones.
3: Yeah, I just, I I like, as soon as you saw the beginning with Tim Matheson talking about like all the iHome home stuff, I was like, oh, I see where this is all going. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because I didn't really, wa- I never watched a trailer for this because I was like, I, uh, not that I need a child's play film spoiled, right? but I was just curious to see like with, with completely fresh eyes. And I'm yeah. like, okay, cool. I like where they're going. But I don't think this necessarily needed to be a Chucky film.
1: No, it didn't.
3: Like, I think you had a really good idea. I think Blumhouse could have just made an evil doll or evil thing, evil AI... That takes over your house and shit They could have made this movie And I would have liked it a thousand times more If it didn't have the Chucky branding on it Yeah
2: Yeah, the original Child's Play was made In an era in which little kids toys Looked as weird And creepy as these as Chucky does
1: Yeah
2: right. There is no reason why this Like I can control all of your smart Products Thing has to look like this
3: Creepy fucking kid
2: right that, it that's makes the thing so it's like
1: less sense that it does
3: it, exactly it's like you you figured out that you figured out how to make this world and how to make this movie work but it's like at the last minute you're like oh but it's chucky yeah like that makes no sense
1: no uh,
3: like, especially- i would have i would have rather than just said you know what fuck it it's not child's play it's just this other thing like, it, it grew from that, but we, we decided to go in a different direction. I would have liked it much more.
1: It literally could have just been an app that controls everything in, like, your smart homes.
3: Yeah. Yep, like an app that, like, talks to you, whatever, yeah. you know.
2: Like, it, it, it,
1: we, we need hot kids app, Roblox, yeah, some more
2: sort of Disney Channel original film smart house sort of thing. Yes.
3: Yeah, we didn't need the doll. Like, no. that was dumb to me. But yeah. I would have loved watching, like, the Rube Goldberg-style deaths. Yeah, happening from apps like controlling stuff. I think that'd be cool. It's almost—it's like taking—it's almost like Final Destination two ish. If you do it right, you know, because now it's apps controlling shit. I would have really enjoyed that, but we didn't get it's, that. It—it it, it, we didn't get that. What we got was a movie that I would have enjoyed more if it was not what it was called. And this is like that IP problem. Like this could have. There was enough of an original idea here for it to be an original movie.
2: Yeah. Why Why did the main character in this film um, have to have a hearing aid?
3: Uh, so that – did it ever talk, go directly to him, the uh, hearing aid? Once at the very end, Chucky taunted him through the hearing
2: aid, and that was it.
3: it I was- in the background. I thought that would happen more and I was hoping that you were going to remind me of five instances where it did, but you are correct. You just said the one and it was one and yeah, it doesn't make any sense.
2: It doesn't make any sense, especially if you're going to cast it. I'm sure, like how many kid actors like the Quiet Place Girl have a hearing aid? If you're not going to make it part of the plot, why not, why cast someone to put a hearing aid in their head?
3: Also, it's not like, it's PG or PG-13, where you're trying to send, like, a message that, hey, everybody can be represented. It's like a dumb R-rated movie that doesn't care about stuff like that. Yeah. So. Um,
2: this movie, I mean, yeah, some, some of the deaths were, like, a little fun, um, but good lord, another part of, like, you really didn't have a good idea here, was that the prologue was bonkers.
3: I had. Oh, shit. Oh, I was of like, prolog oh, you're going to you're gonna work me to death? Yeah, well, I'm going to, I guess, fucking kill myself, I guess. <laughs> and
2: murder a randomly picked stranger <laughs> in the United <laughs> States.
3: <laughs> like, just, I I actually, I thought the movie was going to be, like, more campy when I saw that, off. and it isn't. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean,
2: yeah, it's weird because, like, I, you know, of course I was, as this movie started... I hadn't seen a trailer either or read anything, so I was like, of course they're not going to do a murderer, or runs into a factory and does an ancient like ritual that puts his mind in a body of a doll.
1: Yeah, no, if They did.
2: I kind of be hour into hour. that. <laughs> yeah. But that prologue is just like it's almost you know, like the old joke of like, okay, so we can't do the other thing because it's a little too weird. Um, you know, what can we do? And someone says one idea, and they're like, okay, put it on the board, but let's keep brainstorming.
1: And then... I think we all really found that last one great. They cut for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> someone sees it, writes it down, and then it's in the movie. That's how that's how movies get made. Um, yeah, I, I think that Russ really, like, yeah, you nailed it. When if, if this wasn't a child's play movie, I would really, really like it a lot. Uh, I did think that it was fun. I thought it was really bad and dumb, but it, but I did enjoy myself uh, uh, watching uh, most of it. Um, if it wasn't child's play, it would have made a lot more sense. I, I, I heard like, well what is it? The like the creators like kind of broke off to do a TV show, and then some people had to yeah. break off to do this. So they had the name, but they didn't have like the rights to the the doll company and stuff like that.
3: Weird. Yeah, that's odd. Yeah. Uh,
2: what do you think about Mark Hamill's performance? Sound like the Joker. It was. I thought it was weird that. Okay, if you know if you're not, if you're not going to do Brad Dourif, that's fine, but then you cast Mark Hamill, who's like very famous voice actor, can do that crazed voice and stuff. But I don't think they ever went that far with it. No, they didn't. At all. Like so, it was just like hearing Mark Hamill talk like a small child for two hours.
1: This. this is- Literally, this went from like four stars to like eight stars, just with you saying that.
2: <laughs> and that, that. out of 15.
1: And now we have a new number one movie of the year.
3: Oh God.
1: Oh, Pepperman God. comes back. Um, <laughs> all right, well, let's move on to some ones that we actually did like. How about that? Oh Okay. All right, so let's go to midsummer. Give us a rustle.
3: It's summer. And Ari Oster Joy. A couple travels to Sweden to visit a rural hometown's fabled Midsummer Festival. What begins as an idyllic retreat quickly devolves into an increasingly violent and bizarre competition at the hands of a pagan cult.
1: This is a weird movie.
3: (laughs) That is an understatement. (laughs)
2: Um. This is a movie, like, trying to stay away from spoilers, this is a movie in which the opening, like, ten minutes is like, oh, so we're going to watch Hereditary again? I'd, I'd rather not exactly do
3: that. Yeah, I was real, real nervous up, up top.
2: And then it just, so I was from, like, from that moment, is, to me, something
3: very
1: different. It is. It's 100% different.
3: Um, yeah. Oh, it's not, it's not at all... It's... No, it's, it's oddly more grounded.
1: it's much more grounded, um, which is, yeah, it's a weird thing to say, especially with where it goes. Um, but it feels a lot more grounded. I, this is a much prettier film than Hereditary as well. And hereditary was well shot, but the, but, this is, but like um, all the Swedish like, landscapes and stuff like that, I think it really comes across great on like uh, seeing it in theater.:
2: yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, Had some of the realest feeling uh,
1: mushroom trips ever put on film? And that all starts yeah. very early and just becomes more pronounced throughout the film. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't notice it in the beginnings, but apparently it is there. And and this is definitely an infinitely more rewatchable move than uh, Hereditary. Not an red horror movie either. Um, crazy gore at times, though. Like, very crazy gore.
3: Yeah. Yeah, this guy's creating a new genre, and I don't know that either Hereditary or this are horror movies. Yeah. They're something... There are movies that make you feel like you have a stomach ache, but you don't, and you're wondering if it's ha- if if it's gonna if it's gonna get worse, but you don't even know if you have one. But uh, it's just a this guy makes me feel weird, and I like it.
1: <laughs> um, what did you guys think of everybody in it? Um, it? It's we really do have to stay away from spoilers for the most of this thing um, because this is definitely something to just go. Over
3: I I thought that. Uh, the boyfriend and girlfriend, I thought they were great. They were awesome. Uh, Same.
2: I think they both played their parts perfectly throughout the movie and all of their dialogue was written perfectly to like, I think you're supposed to be very much on one of their sides. Yeah. And then it's, it it's sometimes jarring and other times just like slowly flips you around. And yeah. I, I don't, I left this movie like, happy.
1: I, I, yeah, without spoiling too much. Yeah, there's, okay. Yeah. I, don't want, yeah.
2: I think this movie has a happy, uh, triumphant
3: ending.
1: It does.
2: As it, it
1: in, like, the final, it, Pete. Yeah, you can't,
3: yeah, uh, yeah. No, I, it's, it's, I will say, like, yeah, but I, I've never, I was oddly rooting for this girl, you know? Yeah. Uh, especially when you see like where things start for her character in the film girl needs a win. Um, But I also really liked the, I liked the friends playing those, like I thought they did a really good job playing realistic friends of a couple. They don't necessarily think should be one. Right. And that's not an, e- you don't see that often depicted. Uh, but I think like uh, Will Poulter and um, uh, Chidi from yeah, the, good place. the Good Place, I was like, y- you guys, I thought they were like perfectly cast as who they were supposed to be. Yeah. And I like them in relation to the the lead boyfriend girlfriend characters but you know i I think this movie is beautiful uh, and I think it was also just an interesting touch to like after making like a dark fucked up movie like hereditary to make the literal brightest fucked up movie I've yes. ever seen in my life yeah I was like oh, I didn't know that I didn't I didn't realize that you you're oddly more at ease in a film when it's bright yes. But you know that it's this guy, so you shouldn't be. <laughs> so it, it's nice. It's nice to have that kind of. Uh, this guy's fucking with how comfortable I am in daylight,
1: which is a very weird feeling. It is a very weird feeling. Yeah, I, it, it's tough to it talk was, about. You, you don't want to say anything. Uh,
3: much. No. But it's two and a half hours, and I could have I easily didn't want to get my seat. Yeah, I gotta easily watch another half hour. I, it never it did, I didn't. Feel, I knew the movie was long, but I didn't feel the length uh, like I did with Hereditary. Where Hereditary, I was like, "Can I please get the fuck out of this theater?" Uh, this I was more just like, "Show me some more stuff." Yeah.
2: Um. I I can't imagine what sort of mood I would have to be in to watch Hereditary again. I don't. I don't think I, I, it's Hereditary is not one of those scary movies that I would ever go to someone who's never seen it and be like, "Oh man, sit down. I want to watch you watch Hereditary." No. no. Oh,
3: I, I. I think I would. I think I would. I 100 percent would. Yeah, I would do that. I'd do the <laughs> shit out of that. Actually, it's Russ Price Stevens. <laughs> I want to do that right now.
2: <laughs> but like, I maybe I would. Ha- I maybe I would rewatch Hereditary with a bunch of people who have seen it to kind of talk about it while it's playing, sort of thing.
3: Oh yeah, I would do that.
2: but I would one thousand percent sit down and watch midsummer by myself yeah yes
3: mid mid I, I'm never watching hereditary is never getting peeped by me unless I'm watching someone else watch it but mid and i and I own it but uh midsummer I'm definitely i wanna like now that I know everything about the movie, I want to like watch it again piece by piece and just kind of see how everything comes together yeah and I want that extended cut
1: I think, I think there's a lot of details that i that I most definitely missed um, but just with all like the crazy symbolism and and you know there are like pictographs uh, that, that are very obvious at times and then I'm sure that there are some that are not and I would like to see a lot there, more of it
2: there's the, yeah. the opening mural I want to take a good look at again yes and, and there's there's the like the weaved banner yeah that the other couple. Walks by at one point. Oh, that kind of shows one little part of one of the storylines.
1: Okay, yeah. All right, let's let's go see Midsummer, Alex. Um, and let's move on to a happier movie, The Toy Story Four.
3: All right, Toy Story Four. Um, this time directed by Josh Cooley. When a new toy called Forky joins Woody and the gang, a road trip alongside old and new friends reveals how big the world can be for a toy. Peter, what didn't you like?
2: Um, this was so... My relationship with Toy Story has always been like, man, I love that. What, they're making another one? Oh, I can't believe they're gonna do this. They're gonna fuck it up. And then it's like, oh my god, that was incredible. Uh, they really nailed it. What, they're making another one? (laughs) Don't you do that? And then Toy Story three was just like, this was an ending I wanted. The ending um, of three was perfect. The end of that was so perfect for especially being a mid to I guess no that was like a mid twenties for me. When when did Toy Story three come out?
3: Two thousand ten. Yeah, nine years ago.
2: So, yeah, I was in my oh. mid twenties. I was like, this is so perfect. I love the way this ended and it felt like so much the end of the story yeah and just then kind of ignore all of that and be like well let's end Woody's story in a different way instead yeah i just i don't i don't I didn't see the reason for it i really understood uh, russ one of the things you said was like this felt like there was a like a 25 minute longer toy story 3 story yeah and- Decided to cut out that extra time and make a whole movie out of it?
3: Yeah, like, I feel like this, we're, you're watching an entire fourth movie, which I'll, I'll say it's good. Yeah. But it's like, it's a coda. Like, I didn't need to watch an hour and 40 minute coda. Like, no, yeah, you I agree with that. Yeah. Like, I, you could have either just made Toy Story 3 longer which I mean you couldn't have because that movie was so already emotionally draining or you could have made like one of those weird like 30 minute 40 minute specials that comes on TV. Yeah. But this there's bigger
1: than one of those though. But like only
3: because they had to make it bigger cuz they had to make the movie. But I don't think there was enough story here to to kind of legitimize an entire fourth toy story and in my opinion if i were the ones trying to break the story my thinking would have been in case you're gonna do something that's bigger than toy story 3 or more poignant than toy story 3 don't do it yeah because uh, i I, I feel like every other and i it's a good movie it's it's enjoyable but it's like you went from one and then one And then one to two is like, whoa. And then two to three is like fucking is like light years better than any most movies. So to do so no, there you go. So (laughs) to go from three to four, that better be like going from like infinity, you know, and beyond. Right. But instead it's kinda like, I don't know, I felt like there was like a snake in my boot the whole time I was watching it. I don't know that.
1: I definitely think this is the weakest of the four movies. Um, yeah. No doubt about it. But I, but I, I, I but I still I enjoyed watching it.
3: it. I have to see 2 again to determine whether it's weaker than 2. Yeah. But yeah. I I thought like Keanu Reeves was super fun. Yep. Uh, I love I loved the characters. I even liked uh keegan Key and Peel work in this world. Uh, I thought they were kind of fun. But I just didn't, and, and Forky, I really liked. I really liked, uh, that, yeah. especially in the beginning.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. That's. I thought Forky peaked early, and then they almost like he wasn't important to the story anymore. Yeah, no. His his like character's journey stopped being important. Once soon, once and, the whole, like um trash running joke ends, he's like completely shuffled off.
1: I feel like that really
3: yeah, needs to be a bigger point. And he doesn't happen. And he doesn't really have a personality after Woody fixes him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this Mm -hmm.
2: kind of of feels like if Toy... So the story of Toy Story 1 happens, and then right when Buzz Lightyear has that, like, complete meltdown, like, oh my god, I am a toy, immediately Toy Story 2 happens. And it just goes back to being about Woody and has nothing to do with Buzz. Like, you know, like, it just seemed to kind of just, like, ditch that
1: yeah like like the fork is oh man it's all right there are spoilers that that i would like to get into but yeah let's like uh, the revelation that that the audience has about like his feelings it's all really big and happens in like 30 minutes and then it's just like a chase movie um the tra- you
2: know, tri- yeah that stuff is great um the one running joke about uh Key and Peel's characters
3: having bad ideas it was delightful.
2: It was
1: very good. Uh,
2: All yeah, that was pretty good. Were
1: great.
3: That that was good. Um, that was good. Cuz I kept saying they're not They're not about to do it. They're no.
2: The okay. that's one pretty just good.
1: kept going and it was like, oh, this is perfect.
2: Yeah. And then uh Keanu Reeves's character's backstory, I, I was such, was like such a funny reference to Something that they like a storytelling element that they've used to great success in in, in two and three.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Je- Jesse's backstory in two being so like devastating, and then whatever that character's name is three, like Funzo, not Funzo. Fatzo? Um, so. Yeah. Um, his backstory in three, and then they're like, well, we can't do this again, but we can just completely make fun of it. Yeah. And then, uh. All right. But, yeah, it
3: it it's just it's weird. It's weird because you can only grade Toy Story movies against Toy Story movies. Right. So it's like if this was any other movie, yeah. you'd be like, or any other and just uh, or just not in the Toy Story franchise, you're like, yeah, this is a good movie. But you're a Toy Story it's movie. Toy story you're movie sp- so,
1: yeah, it's a different level. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that.
3: It's it's very good. Like this is the movie if. Out of all the kids' movies that came out this year so far, this is the one I'd probably earmark. Yeah, I'm seeing this shit with my kids. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I, it, wish this it, I just, I just wish it was. I don't know, because uh, it's good. Yeah, I don't know.
2: Yeah, I, I'm. I just need to spend the rest of the year very weary about whatever animated movie comes out in the next couple of months mm-hmm. that I think is a masterpiece to not win the Oscar. <laughs>
3: yeah. Well, Leica already had a movie that came out this year and nobody saw it, so I. Still want I to that. Yeah, it it's like the lowest grossing movie of the year. Yeah. Um So I don't know. Leica made Beach Bum. I was about to. <laughs> Uh, No, they made um, (laughs) Yeah, Missing Link, right? Missing Link, that's yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's on Amazon now,
3: I think. Oh, it is? Like, if Laker didn't make something and there's not a Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse again, then this is going to win Best Picture, and that's fine.
1: (sighs) It's only on Amazon to buy.
3: (laughs) What else is there? Wonder Park, Secret Life of
1: Pets? (sighs) Didn't see either of those. No, no. All right, let's knock out a, a couple quick ones, Russ, um, and then we'll go on to the big one, uh, sure. which we've all seen and, and that Alex has also seen. So let's just—what uh, do, what do you think about Stuber? It oh, don't stupid? forget,
2: don't forget, uh, spies in disguise, guys. I am
1: a hundred percent into that movie.
2: <laughs> I kind of want to see it. <laughs> Oh no! Wait, sorry. Cancel
3: that. Frozen Two is going to win the Oscar.
1: Oh, forgot about that. Oh, that's right. We get a
3: because fr- Disney. I don't know why they're trying to do this to their box office this year. I'm like, y- y'all know there's a next year, right? Like, you don't <laughs> have to release all these
1: movies. They need to make ten billion. They're, they they want to have the biggest they year They moved
3: Maleficent
2: to this year from next year. Why? Just I'm going to argue if there's one company in the world that actually knows whether or not there is a next year.
1: Yeah,
2: it's probably Disney.
3: <laughs> well, they're going to open Disney. They're going to start Disney Plus in October or November, whatever. And then, yeah, there probably won't be a next year because they'll all watch The Mandalorian. And that'll be that. Can't wait. So anyway, this isn't the TVTV TV Streaming Streaming Podcast.
1: Um, welcome, everybody, <laughs> to the TVTV TV Streaming Streaming Podcast.
3: Oh, I bet that's yeah, available. Uh, get it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we don't need rust downs for these. Uh, Stuber. More like
1: stupid. There it is. Um, this is a it's, movie that I laughed at and felt bad at for laughing at. Um, it's, it's not a good I'll, movie.
3: It's not. And I'll admit that part of what kind of threw me was I've heard of men's rights activists. I've never encountered any <laughs> until today really? in the theater oh. to... Portly, ponytailed men okay. sat directly in front of me. Uh-oh. At any time, there was any kind of progressive or like feminist-ish type comment. These guys were throw like animatedly throwing their hands. I'm like, oh my god, the shit is everywhere now. Seriously, I was I, it. That almost took me out of the movie completely because I was I didn't know. Not to say I didn't know men's rights activists existed, uh like in the it was like I was I like I met the trolls that people talk about. It was fucking wild these glasses wearing, even though I'm currently wearing glasses, so it's not a comment on people who wear glasses. these glasses wearing mountain dew chugging. this isn't a comment on Mountain Dew because I
1: love. <laughs> mountain dew.
2: I feel like this is a direct attack on Alex only <laughs> yeah,
1: that ponytail. Ah, uh, there it is. okay.
3: And, and Portly. Oh, yep. Portly yep. Ponytailed. This is a direct attack on the Portly Ponytailed. Uh, Version These of guys, like the Hillary Clinton joke, um, when they're in the strip club, the dude strip club, and they're talking about, like, women and, like, you know, uh, Kumail's character being, like, a respectful person. Yeah. These guys were losing their minds. I thought they were going to get up and walk out at one point. Seriously? It was oh insane. What and it mean? made me want to like the movie in spite of them disliking the movie. But I didn't like the You're movie. Sick. But I didn't like those men's rights activists. <laughs> and now I know that I'm not a part of the problem, you guys. I'm Ooh. an ally. I'm an ally. But the movie's bad.
1: The movie. <laughs> Still can't can't save the movie. This is the bad movie. Remember
3: when Mira Sorvino was in this movie? What the hell? Why? Couldn't tell you.
2: <sighs> All um, right. I, I think she's going to pop up in a lot of little roles coming up because she was one of those people that was like, "Hey, Harvey Weinstein ruined my career and blacklisted me," and then I think everyone's going to cast her in little shit.
1: Oh, I know it. Oh, okay.
3: Uh, remember when Karen Gillan was in this movie?
1: What? what? Yeah. Helping out a friend, I think so. A hot minute.
3: Remember, remember with the villain in Mile Twenty Two. What I hope we called last year's worst movie of the year is the villain in this movie.
1: Yeah, the guy from um, the Raid. The yeah. main character from the Raid.
3: Give this guy something to do that's good, please. Oh, I don't know what. Look at his two American films so far: it's Stuber bad. and Mile Twenty Two. This guy's gonna hate this country.
2: Um, Yeah, I I don't think I I forget what we landed, but I don't think I could name Mile Twenty Two the worst movie of the year because it was uh, oddly enough, my actual reason is it was too bad to be the worst.
1: But guys, it was it was a triple A A A Tyler
3: Perry movie. Too bad to be the worst. worst. All Um, right,
1: let's keep going. It is it's getting later, Um, so let's talk about Crawl
2: yeah
3: crawl rules crawl
1: was very
3: good
2: for a second because i haven't seen it and i don't want i don't
3: want to know anything uh dude there's alligators in it there's so, alligators oh, sh- in it so you didn't want to know anything
1: that's all that all you need to know is that it's a very enclosed space and there are alligators and a lot of water
3: and barry pepper
1: that this movie that does an insane, insanely good job of just like building tension and doing a lot with like with with just a single room, basically. Um, really well done,
3: and not making you feel. Yeah, it's a claustrophobic film, but sometimes when movies only take place on like one set, you're like, oh, this is just for budgetary reasons, yeah. and you start realizing there were there could have been times where it didn't have to be like this, and it takes you out of it, but. This movie just like engrosses you in that single in that single space yeah. for the duration of its eighty three minutes.
1: And even when it like it, when it does go outside of that of, of the basement, uh, and, and you'll get into like bits of the town, it, it still feels enclosed. It'll still be like people, you know, they will be like the looters in the town or something like that, and they're just like in a store, and it, so it still feels very enclosed. And and you and like it feels like everyone is just trapped. Um, the the water helps with that because it just how uh, slow it makes everything like it's it. <laughs> I thought it was going to be just like a farce, or or just like a joke, schlocky, bad, uh, like B movie B horror movie, and, and then it just really just went for it and, and did it well.
3: Yeah, really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, really fun. Um, I feel like in a so in a summer that's been not so great, this was like a a nice like kind of. Oh, we used to get more movies like this, I feel like, and we kind of don't, or maybe we used to get them in the summer and we just don't get them in the summer anymore. Yeah. But we used to get more movies like this and we don't anymore.
1: Yeah, it's kind of a disappointment. uh, disappointment. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Last Black Man in San Francisco.
3: Um it's beautiful. It's this like a poem a, that, yeah. that you watch.
1: It hundred percent is. This is a great, fantastic movie. Um, it's, it's just weird enough while still being very real.
3: Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's just a beautiful movie yeah. about, uh, fucking like cities and what happens when cities grow and expand and yeah. leave the people who lived there behind. Yeah. Um, uh, it's it's like you've seen stuff about gentrification and stuff like that um, in a lot, in, in some other ways. But I think this was like a really uh, touching way to kind of point to like what that kind of does. Not just not to, to like people on the smallest scale, like
1: what it does to one person. Yeah. So you
2: right. said Barry Pepper came in and priced out that alligator?
1: right
3: exactly
1: alligators alligators sorry alligators alligators gators um i i I highly recommend seeing this as soon as you can before it leaves theaters um and yeah it's gonna pick up as well just like once it comes out digitally i will be i'll be watching this again
3: yeah, soundtracks also super soundtrack great. You if read. you are somebody who likes to listen to music while you read, but your music can't have a lot of lyrics because that's me, this is a soundtrack for you.
1: Yeah, yeah, this is a fantastic soundtrack. Uh, that I need to—is oh, that on uh, Spotify, iTunes, Apple? Yeah, YouTube? yeah, okay. yeah. I'm going to get that. I'm
3: on Spotify. Yeah,
1: that—that uh, that was one thing that really—I remember just watching this movie and being engrossed by the soundtrack. And
3: that one song that the guy sings, uh, the San Francisco song. Yes. That that it I don't know what it was doing to me when I heard it the first time. I was like I didn't know if it was a real song, if I'd heard it before or whatever. I still don't know what the answer to that is, but I know when I hear that guy sing that song, it makes me feel feelings.
1: Yeah, uh, I think that is the last that we have that well, except for the one big one that we'll get to in a second. So uh, Annabelle comes home was real bad, especially after Annabelle creation, which was real good. Uh, That's what I heard. Yeah, uh, very disappointing. Saw it in 4DX, because um, it was a dumb movie, and I feel like that was the dumbest way to see a dumb movie. Um, and barely anything happened. And, and I've been, like, Blair Witch, there was, like, a whole bunch of movement going on, and, and in this, most of the time, you were just sitting there watching the movie. It was super disappointing and just a waste of money, um, which I guess is all 4DX movies. Um, Russ, tell me about Late Night. Uh,
3: late Night's pretty good. Yeah. Um... It's that Mindy Kaling, Emma Thompson movie.
1: Okay.
3: Yeah. She becomes a du- not a diversity hire, but like a lady writer hire. No, well, I guess that's a diversity hire. Yeah. Um, and at a late night show that used to be funny that isn't funny anymore. Um, it's pretty good. It this It's a good date movie. I think like this would have been a really good like it's a good date movie or, like, rental, like, when it comes out on Amazon, because I think it, Amazon bought it. This would be a good, like, let's stay in and, like, order food and watch this movie. I think it's a very good date film. I saw it alone by myself.
1: Kind of like Murder Mystery.
3: Right. Yes. Right. And then I think that's it. Oh, wait. I yeah. got one more.
1: You got The Farewell.
3: Yo, The Farewell is coming into my top ten strong, yeah? son. Okay. See, See this movie. I gotta look up Times. See this movie. It's only in like maybe two theaters in America right now. But I'm, it
1: the it's trailer great. is incredible. The trailer is amazing. Um, it's it, a
3: great it, It's as good as those
1: trailers. A, nothing has sold me on a movie more than like if I, reading it on paper, I'd be like, nah. But seeing that trailer uh, sold me hard. Yeah,
3: it's It's really good. Um who the fuck knew Aquafina could like That's act right? But I, I think, as as great as she is, I think the grandmother. Yeah, if she isn't a supporting actress nom this year, fuck everything. She's fantastic.
1: Okay. Yeah, that, I love
2: that the trailer doesn't I, seem to try to sell it on like Aquafina acts right.
3: like. Yeah.
1: In her first yeah, serious I, role.
3: I think she's about to just fly under the radar and become an actor that doesn't have to ever deal with that. Yeah, which is good for her awesome. because that's not easy to do. Yeah, when you're a rapper, she came from wilding out, y'all.
1: Um, I saw Shaft. It's not great. It's actually kind of problematic a lot of the time. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa,
3: whoa.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Wait ninth installment in this black
3: pointation series?
1: Say <laughs> <laughs> you know, just it's oh uh, it, it's kinda of You're rough. talking about John Shaft. Just talking about Shaft. Can you dig it? Oh yeah, that was a perfect God damn it, that was a perfect layup for shut your mouth. Yeah, um, Oh, we fucked it up. <laughs> yeah. I was yep, yep. You know what? Let's move on. I
3: gotta. I guess I got to create a black movie, black movie podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I bet that URL is taken. Um, so big one. Big one to talk about now. Uh, we'll talk about it for a little bit, and then we're going to grab Alex, uh, have him do uh, a little bit of this as well. Um, but Marvel has released their last movie of I don't know when. I don't know until when. Um, uh,
3: so next May but we don't know what's coming out next May
1: Spider-Man Far From Home we need a rust down oh yeah dog I forgot we were still doing those um, <laughs> Spider-Man, Spider-Man
3: Far From Home oh. it was directed by John Watts following the events of Avengers Endgame Spider-Man must step up to take on new threats in a world that has changed forever sure
1: yep um so villain like no we'll we'll not spoil anything but nothing is a huge surprise in this movie um the regardless of how it's you know it's trying to make you feel but i thought that everything was played amazingly
3: yes um it's hard to talk about this movie without it spoiling
1: it. It really is. Hall does a great job, I thought. Um, I, I think that all the kids are, are really well done. I think that they handled the times. They just kind of just, like, overlook it, really, except for, like, the one in-joke or running joke throughout the whole movie um, with the one kid's age. <laughs> uh, I think that all works really well. I thought that the first credit scene was, like, mind-blowing. I had no idea that, yep. that was going to happen. <laughs> And then the last yeah. one was almost as mind blowing.
3: It's weird that the last one technically should be more mind blowing. Yeah, but the first one. Yeah, Jesus,
1: just a great, just so good. And this is, yeah, I mean, more so than I think that even Infinity War or, or anything like that. Like this is the one to keep hold to the chest, uh, close to the chest, and, and not spoil it for anyone um, because it, it's. It's bonkers at times. Um, I think it all plays out really well, too. Uh, I think Happy does a pretty good job throughout the whole time. Uh, I, I like his character arc. Um, yeah. Pete, you haven't said anything.
2: Uh, I just think I really like that. Um, I think you can leave Endgame and be like, man, I wonder what how they're going to deal with the way the world is. And this was the perfect movie to come next because... You can believe it when it's just a bunch of teenagers, and they're just like, eh, "It doesn't super matter." Yeah, exactly. We're 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 pissed because we have to do school. A school <laughs> like, yeah, I perfect. Because none of the other movies, I think, are really going to have to, going to even try to deal with that.
1: Not at all. And then and now
2: they don't have to. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think the the after credit scenes were some like to do two of them that were both like, "Hey, get ready for the next X amount of years."
1: which is crazy because the second one is always just like the joke scene.
2: Yeah, but I think that that I think that set up phase 4. Yeah. The first credit scene was more of so here's where Spider-Man's going. I we just had a cut out when Alex spoiled the movie. We said we weren't going to spoil.
1: Oh, Alex. God, Alex. Um Martin Starr and JB Smoove uh great. Um yeah. I
2: they could have been a whole lot funnier.
1: Really? Oh, I thought Martin yeah. Starr was particularly great in this. Um and I thought, and the, the limited amount of James' move that there is, I, I enjoyed all of it. I could use a little more smooth. I would agree with that too.
3: But no, I think, I think to be a movie that was a, like it was like fairly standalone, like it was, it was telling its own composed story, but still had this, like, larger thing to say about the Marvel Universe and heroes in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's almost like this movie a like, comment on the last 19 movies that have been made.
0: Yeah.
3: So, to and to do that, I don't know, I think that's, the, that's not an easy thing to do. To make a movie that's good, that also comments on the movies that already existed in a way that's interesting, and doesn't, like, I don't know. I just think this movie have, didn't even need to do all of that. And the did. fact that they still did that, and it was great. Points to, this movie was made with like a level of confidence that a lot of other movies can't pull off. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think they continue to sort of deal with their uh, idea of like, Tony thinks Peter could be and should be better than him. And this kind of starts to introduce that you know what he I, there's a good chance that he was very right, but I don't think it seems I don't think it feels like they're going to rush that at all, and just right. be one of those things that like hey, 15 years down the line and like like 15 actual years for Spider-Man, he could get there, but it's 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 gonna take his time. Yeah, it's not like the next big movie's gonna be like oh right, Spider-Man, what should we do? And he's like okay, team.
1: You know? Yeah, and I think it super works, and they they've got like the right Spider-Man now as well to to continue this character for as long as they are willing to. It's, send it's weird to that
2: uh, for the first time ever they're going to get to a moment in a in a longer film series like this in which the actor doesn't look old enough to play the older version of the role.
1: Yeah, really? Yeah, you're you're totally right.
2: Yep. I don't know how you make Tom Holland look like he's not a teenager to me.
3: It's yeah. He's going to have to show his dick. Oh, all right. Give him a weird
1: beard? That's you know, what I was thinking. Um, a weird weird beard makes more sense. <laughs> all right, fair enough. All right. Russ, is there anything else that, that you want to say uh, about Spider-Man before we take a quick break?
3: Uh, no, that's pretty much everything I want to say. It's real good, y'all. You should see it, but, you know, 875 Million dollars worth of people already saw it, so I guess I'm not saying anything that's a little that's new here.
1: Well said, well said. Uh, all right, so we are going to uh go and get Alex and we will be right back. And we are back, we got Alex.
0: Hey guys,
1: yeah, no, I, I muted the other two, don't worry about it. So this is just gonna be me and you talking right now.
0: We will cool, be.
1: There's the no, no screaming got into the mics being just like, I don't agree with what Alex said, but we'll no ever. You know,
0: I got the guts to say exactly. it.
1: Exactly. And that's why we're here right now. Alex, we were talking, we think that the only movie you saw recently has been Spider-Man far from home. Is that true?
0: That's absolutely right. <laughs>
1: so you haven't seen like Midsommar or anything like that?
0: Don't even know what it is. I do actually, but no, I haven't seen it.
1: Okay. All right. So give us your take on spider-man far from home
0: all right you want my take I want you, you want right. me to spill the freaking beans on this yep, one yup well, guess what? what I got two words for it all right it's good it's
1: good yeah Pew. did you oh so I yeah we have been talking before and I'm not gonna let them speak again but um really no, please don't no, it, it it takes, you know, especially with, like, the end credits scenes, I think that it takes the whole thing in some interesting directions. Um, I, I really liked Hall. I, I really like uh, kind of how they're dealing with the five-year uh, jump, even though, like, this one is just like, eh, only one dude, but
0: cool. Uh, yeah, you know, I got to say, like, the, the Spider-Man movies so far uh, in the, the actual proper Marvel Universe uh, have done a really good job at being... Uh, funny and likable and just like just really enjoyable movies to watch yeah. and i think this is actually a really good movie to deal with that stuff because you're able to have um like that kind of like that like, like they're just able to have someone just talk exposition by just doing the the opening yeah like you know kids news thing by just funny. having them tell you everything uh it turns out that that was actually a really funny way uh to do it yeah
1: um, I, I really liked all the relationships in it. Um, I, I really like um, uh, Martin, uh, not Martin Short, wow. Uh, Martin Starr, I thought he was, I actually thought he was funnier in this one. Uh, we mentioned that before.
0: Oh, he was great.
1: Uh, JB Smooth also, I thought, like, underused. Was,
0: but, he the, was he in the first one?
1: No, he was not. Um, again, underused in this, like, he only shows a couple times, but when he did, I was laughing. Um, just just a, a really solid movie, a good way to kind of send off this year. Um, I, I, there's been a lot of Marvel news coming out of Comic-Con right now. Uh, they, they've, they've yeah. lined up like all the stuff. Phase, coming out.
0: phase four is announced and out there.
1: Yeah. There's a um, lot of stuff coming. Um, a lot of it's TV show, like, uh, the Disney streaming service, in addition to having like Mandalorian going to have, uh, Cap and Winter Soldier. Um, I don't know if that's day and date as well. Uh, but if it is, then that's, just, I mean, I'm already going to get the stupid streaming service, but like, that's, that's a huge win. Uh, there's a couple other uh, TV shows. I forget what. There's Thor 4 got announced.
0: There's the um, WandaVision. WandaVision. that one?
1: Yep, yeah, WandaVision. That, that's, that should be pretty interesting. Uh, Loki. No
0: uh, I think those are the three, right?
1: Did they say anything about Inhumans?
0: No, Inhumans is done though, man.
1: Is it? Man, I thought it was going yeah, to be Yeah, that back. was it. Eternals. Sorry, oh. that's what I meant. Not Inhumans. Eternals.
0: No, Eternals is going to be a movie, and that is, that is slated. That has its day in, in 2020.
1: Yep. Uh but nothing about like Guardians 3 right? Nothing about Doctor Strange 2. Um but Actually, shoot, there was there. Oh, it was there? Okay, I missed that one. Doctor
0: yeah. Strange 2, a uh, Multiverse of Madness, that's and this right. is going to be a direct okay. tie-in with WandaVision. So it's going to be him and Scarlet Witch and she will be the Scarlet Witch. Oh, that's good. Um uh going through there. So this there's, there's some really interesting stuff and and I I want to say like like this is the first time they're actually having TV shows tie in with the movies. Um, so that's so. nice to have those things actually matter yep. as opposed to the Netflix stuff, which I don't think ever had any crossover, right? They, no, They, I think they cross like, over yeah. with
1: themselves. Yes. And that was it.
0: Um, but yeah, uh, what was it? Shang-Chi. Yep. That was another one. Um, Kung
1: Fu, right? Um...
0: Yep. Uh, Blade with Mahersha Ali. Yeah, was that
1: the- what? Yep.
0: Yeah. That is the most
1: exciting thing that I had read in like weeks at that point. Uh,
0: He is, he's great. Um, And part of me was kind of hoping that Wesley Snipes would be brought back. But uh, I understand why they didn't. Yeah. But yeah, um, there's interesting stuff happening. Like pretty much everything has been announced. Um,
1: It's great because we went from a point of not knowing anything. It was just like Spider-Man came out and like, what's going to happen? I've I like that for like a couple weeks.
0: Yeah, and they've confirmed that Guardians 3 and Black Panther 2 and um, Captain Marvel 2 are coming, but they will not be saying when. Okay. Um, yeah, they confirmed that the new Avengers team will consist of people you have seen before and people you have not. Okay. So I'm interested yeah, to see they're... what
1: the new Avengers team is going to look like. Uh, I, I think that all of this stuff that's come out of it was really exciting yeah. to read about, so I think um, really cool.
0: I am interested in the Doctor Strange too because they said it's going to be the first horror movie Ooh. in the in the Marvel universe. And okay. they said that they're actually like going in a different direction with like that one. And I think for me that's the that's the number one thing is that all these movies have looked very similar and felt very yeah. similar. Yeah. That they really need to start branching into different genres and styles and, and giving them their own feels and even just like the look of them like change like the color great like change wow. like the, the the way things look
1: I mean if if new mutants had oh. actually come out and stuff like that would have been one thing but that oh
0: uh, also you're going to have what if is going to be an yes. animated
1: series that seems that's cool, that's cool too super that's exciting.
0: exciting um i saw in a breakdown that marvel zombies was like in part of the what if that's thing cool
1: that that's that's interesting like i i like the idea of that like you know they always take like liberties with the, the the actual comic stories and like the what if is a perfect place to a like take as many liberties as you want but be also be able to tell the full comic book stories like the full like four issue arcs like you could do that in a half hour comic like in a half hour animated series like it would it would be great to see kind of some of that stuff um hopefully you know and if they do it like right it, it could work out really well not on uh, you know as opposed to say what Batman or like not Batman, what DC is doing with their animated movie. The like,
0: yeah. Um, but they're tying in, it's going to be the same cast.
1: Oh, nice. Okay.
0: So it's going to be the full cast. Like they've confirmed Jock Brolin will return. Um, they've confirmed that, um, there's going to be like, what if, uh, I, th- I think one of like someone else getting the super soldier serum and things like that. Like there's, there's a whole bunch of stuff. Um, and the other thing is uh, Thor, Love and Thunder. Uh, Natalie Portman will be yeah. Lady Thor.
1: L- Lady Thor coming back. Yeah, this is good. Like, I'm excited for her to come back uh, to the series. It's been a while.
0: Which um, interesting because like she kind of led to believe she hated
1: yeah. Marvel
0: movies and wanted nothing to do with it. And that's why... Um, they use recycled footage for Endgame.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I'm interested to see how that all works out in the long run. Um, and,
0: and if this is potentially Chris Hemsworth's departure.
1: Yeah. I mean, I assume he'll be... Well, I don't even know. Because if Thor 4 comes he, out before Guardians 3... Because I was expecting the next Thor role to be Guardians 3.
0: You, I, I, yeah, I was as well. But, uh, yeah. But Tika t v directing yeah. again.
1: Which is interesting as well. Like, yeah, they you know what? They hit gold with that for, uh, with Thor 3, so why not bring him back? He was able to, to reinvigorate the series. Uh, the first of the Marvel series to go beyond the trilogy.
0: Yeah. Which makes that's, that's... me
1: believe that they'll probably end up doing the same with Spider-Man.
0: I, I have to... Tom Holland is young enough, and I imagine they have signed him on for a thousand movies. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, just that like, kid's not
1: going anywhere. With like you know, just like a Daniel Radcliffe type situation where it's like, yeah, well, um how many movies we got? Seven, eight, yeah, I'll start on all of them. Whatever. Just keep the keep those dump trucks full of money coming to my house. I like, yeah. can do whatever.
0: Um but but you know what, like Spider Man Far From Home, though, um seriously was one of the, the better uh top tier yeah. solo movies. I really um, enjoyed it. Um they, they continue hitting it out of the park with that. This is the best iteration, I think, of, of Spider-Man and the Biscoe.
1: Yeah. I, I it's agree. up there.
0: Um, no, I, th- I definitely
1: say. think it's the best iteration. I mean, the, the, the nostalgia factor for, you know, the older ones is, is I think, purely that. Like, Spider-Man 3 was garbage. Well, Spider-Man 2 Spider- still very good. Into
0: though. the Spider-Verse. Yeah, the
1: Spider- yeah Into but, the Spider-Verse is very good, yeah. Well, you saw Rafe there, and and Zack Sims, so yeah, you know, yeah, already elevated above all else, but exactly. Yeah. But
0: um, yeah, I I, th- I think that I I'm, I'm I know you guys went over so much of it, but um, yeah, th- th- these these are some of my favorite Marvel movies.
1: Yeah, no, I think that the Spider-Man series is. Quickly, like to seeing depending on how three goes. Whenever three happens, like it's it's up there with the Cap series at this point for yeah. like best Marvel series. Um, oh, absolutely. As those are like one and two at this point for me.
0: Um, I completely agree, and I, I I think that they they did a really good job with um, like the villains and things like that, and especially in. In the Marvel Universe, the villains are always the toughest things to nail down. Yeah. Um, and by doing it this way and having the twists and turns there, uh, you're able to introduce the villains, spend time with them, understand them. Yeah. And the motivations in a really fun new way that, that I, I think that...
1: I thought they it, did it great in this movie. I, like... Yeah. It, it, uh, yeah. I, I thought that all of it was extremely well done. Um and So I'm I'm excited to see what
0: happens. These movies are just funny, and yeah. they're fun. Like yeah. again, like it's it's they and it, it also it's like it's balancing things out and not making Peter Parker too whiny.
1: Yeah, that's true too. Uh, but also
0: grounding him. Um, I think that that was one of the problems that Tobey Maguire and like <laughs> and also. Uh, you know, Andrew Garfield, who's, like, just a good-looking, cool guy, right. having to, like, complain about being an outcast. Yeah. Like, right. you're not. Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> Definitely not.
0: Very... Uh, Tobey but...
1: Maguire, I could see as that nerdy... But he's
0: like, he was almost too much of a shrimp.
1: Yeah. Also, he was, like, like... 40.
0: Yeah, he was he was twenty eight, I believe, in the first one.
1: Yeah. And I know Holland is in his twenties now right? he's twenty three. Yeah. He's twenty three. But he but looks he's... twelve.
0: Yeah. It it's works. more believable. Yeah. Um yeah, I i although I, I just will say that I I don't right. want to see any more uh, high school movies though. I agree with like, that too.
1: They have to move on from that.
0: Um, I, I, th- and I, I think they're going to, I think they've set that up. Yeah. There's, but, there's uh, probably,
1: there's one more, I think. Right. But, um, yeah, yeah, I would love it to just start at graduation and just move on.
0: Ex- that perfect. Yeah. That would be great. Um, just because I, I we don't need to spend <laughs> another trilogy.
1: No. Yeah, Exactly. Or, exactly. <laughs>
0: Uh, but Tig's, I think, I, I know we kind of took the long way around, but no. I really love this movie, and yeah. um, it's one of those ones that makes me excited for Marvel again.
1: Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, I, it, and, it's, and, I've wanted to go and see it again, but um, I guess I did with Infinity War, but I haven't done with any other ones, and and I would actually... I,
0: I, I haven't been able to bring myself to watch Endgame again. Yeah, me either. Just for no other reason, then, it's so long.
1: yeah. And I feel like that—that's the button. This is like, okay, I—I I know what happens. Like, it was genuinely like yeah. fun and shocking and like good. But now, now it feels like now that Spider-Man is out, like, okay, we've officially moved on. And
0: I—I th- I think that one thing that they need to be careful of, actually, to kind of backtrack, um, weirdly, to, um, because I know the Loki series is taking place after he takes the the Space Stone.
1: Yes. In
0: Endgame. Yeah. Um, so the point of that is you can undo the character development and still enjoy that, like, mischievous um, Loki.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, it's – I think they got to they gotta be careful with, like, retconning because I know, like, now at this point in the time, they're going to start doing that.
1: And I really don't want them to because they've lost two of their biggest members. Yeah. Um, and now you have to work
0: around that. So, like, it's yeah. better to just go forward than keep – resetting things I until totally you recast
1: and that that yeah don't recast because there's no point like it's just it's just it's not we're gonna not yeah
0: I, I think we can, I think you can recast again in like maybe five years
1: yeah, I mean you like if you want to do like I mean because I see I could see them easily just being just like oh we're in the multiverse and we went to this multiverse where this guy is actually who Iron Man is
0: and yeah I, and I don't want that oh I, I completely agree yeah and and I I, I think that that's like multiverse stuff can be really fun but can also get very messy yeah yeah
1: and And, and they've, and, they've stayed out of it for so long and done such a good job building this universe this singular universe and timeline that like we're 21 films deep we're not and we could just keep going straight because the characters are so strong
0: yeah exactly yeah um all right, Tigs. All right. So
1: let's, let's, let's do this. Let's take this out. Uh, you can find us on the web at MovemoviePodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at Movie Movie PC. You can email us your thoughts, complaints, uh, anything that you want to tell us to at Uh I don't know the password to that thing anymore. <laughs> Hopefully someone does. Um, and you can uh, find us on iTunes by searching for The Priest and the Beekeeper, which is the name of our improv troupe. Uh, we have a monthly variety show that we do with our good friend uh, – good friends – and stand-ups and co-hosts, uh, Nick Maritato and Zach Sims. Uh, it's called pig pile. It's the third Thursday of every, uh, month at, uh, Long Island city's beautiful, the Creek in the cave at 8 PM. Uh, next show coming up is Thursday, August 15th. Um, so come on out. Uh, it, it should be a good time. Uh, so, uh, 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 Pete, Russ, I'm not going to take you guys off mute. You guys are just dropped from this call now, as far as I'm concerned. Alex, thank you for being here with me today.
0: Oh, thank Um, you, pigs. It's always a pleasure.
1: Thank you all for listening to the Movie Movie Podcast.